Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Jesse, I have to apologize. I, I didn't know these guys were first-time visitors, and I sat on them. <laughs> they didn't have a little orange smiley face, so I figured... <laughs> Doesn't it mean don't sit on me? <laughs> I don't even know your names. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, you guys are beautiful. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, this is awesome. I love being outside. Shoo, yeah. You know, I lived outside for three years in the mountains of Colorado, um, <laughs> just because I wanted to. Um, <laughs> it was wonderful. It gets cold in the winter, but <laughs> it was still fun. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whew, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to preach on joy this morning, and I have never preached on joy before. I mean, you know, it just gets released and people get happy, but I never actually preached on it. But uh, <laughs> I just felt like God told me to today. And um, I, was in, I was in Switzerland. Um, when I, I've gone to Switzerland a lot. I love Switzerland and Germany. I've got uh, three of my interns are Germans. Um, I love Germans because they're so... <laughs> Got to figure out how to do things, you know. How do you get someone healed? <laughs> I love blowing up German minds. <laughs> um, but I was in Switzerland in a very conservative church. I, I don't know how I got there, but <laughs> they asked me to preach. <laughs> And they said something that was funny, and um, the like the first third of the church, you know, kind of laughed, and the second third of the church, going it was long, long church, <laughs> going back, you know, looked puzzles, and the last third of the church was like that. <laughs> and I went, oh, you know, it, it's okay to laugh in church, and the front <laughs> third of the church goes, <laughs> the second third of the church goes, it is. <laughs> the back third went. No, it's not. <laughs> ha! <laughs> but we, <laughs> we might have some of you here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I love all the emotions of God. I love everything. You know, I, I love his goodness and his joy, but I love his, you know, his terror and his holiness and the fear of God, too. I love the whole package. I love all of it. You know, it, it's just awesome. I've, I've sh- just shaken for hours vibrating under the holy terror of God because he's holy. 
But you know what? You don't have to be afraid of his holiness because he put his holiness inside of you. Whoa! <laughs> and and if you how many of you have ever tried to be holy? <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> you know, there's always a lie to get us to work for something that was freely given. And so the religious lie is I've got to, you know, work to be holy. I've got to, you know, do this. I've got to stop doing this. And, uh, um, but holiness is a gift. He put, what, what's the name of that spirit he put inside of us? Holy! <laughs> That's all the holiness there is in the universe, and he put him inside of you. And it's out of that holy relationship that we live. But he, but he says in his presence is fullness of joy. And so one time I just, I, I asked him, I said, you know, well, I'd like to find out what fullness of joy looks like. <laughs> I've been wrecked ever since. <laughs> he told me I could be the happiest man on the planet. Yes, please. <laughs> ha! <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, um, we don't really realize how important joy is in the Bible. You know, it, it even says, for the joy that was set before me endured the cross. And we are the joy that was set before him that caused him to endure the cross. He looked at you and saw the joy and said, yeah, I'll do it. I will. So, I will so gladly do it because I want you. I want you. I want to set you free. Free to be. Free to love. Free to be loved. And, you know, it's for freedom that he set us free. Just for freedom. Not to be free so you could work for him. <laughs> he set you free just to be free. And, and I, I was asking him just, just recently, you know, wow, you know, why... Why is it so important for you to set us free just to be free? And, and this is what he told me. He said, free people make the best lovers. And that's all he wants. He wants people who can receive his love and who can love him back. I mean, we, we've all tried to love people who can't receive love. Maybe you've been that person, um, you know, who can't, can't receive love. And there's got to be a change that sets you free so you can receive his love and you can love other people. But when you're free, you're free to love. And you're free to do anything. And, you know, you're free to be happy. <laughs> I, got to, I got to pray for healing for uh, a famous reggae singer who sings the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. You know that song? <laughs> to pray for his healing <laughs> and he got healed <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. um, you know it's interesting that in the Bible there are fifth in, in the Old Testament just the Old Testament alone in the Hebrew there are 15 different words translated joy and people say you know where's laughing in the Bible <laughs> <laughs> See, we have a word joy, and to some people it might mean, you know, mildly, pleasantly happy. <laughs> here, here, there are 15 words here <laughs> translated joy, and do you want to know what they mean? 
to fully delight, be glad with great joy, be full of laughter and rejoicing. That's one word. Another word, to welcome with gladness, joy, mirth, laughter, and rejoicing. The next word, to cause to laugh and greatly rejoice. <laughs> the next word, rejoicing and full of laughter. <laughs> the next one, outrageous joy, exceeding gladness with rejoicing and laughter. <laughs> That's the one used for in your presence. He says, you make known to me the way of life. In your presence is Fullness of joy, outrageous joy, exceeding gladness, joyfulness, mirth, pleasure, and rejoicing with laughter. At your right hand are pleasures evermore. This is what it says about God's presence. Outrageous joy. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Coming your way. <laughs> Another one means to shout aloud for joy. Split the ears with a shout of joy, loud noise of rejoicing, <laughs> a high joyful sound of triumph. Shoo. Another one is uh, <laughs> to spin around under the influence of a violent emotion, rejoice, be glad, twirl with joy, with exceeding gladness and rejoicing, <laughs> to spin with joy and laughter. You know who does that one? It says God does that one. Whoa, whoa, yeah. You don't believe me? Let me just tell <laughs> read it to you. <laughs> no, God is so composed. <laughs> Zephaniah 3.17. This is a great, great verse. And there are four of those different words for joy, all in this one verse. Wow. Is that amazing? It says... the. I'll read the short version first and then my Chuck's expanded version. <laughs> the Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. He will save. He'll rejoice over you with joy. There's two words. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with a shout of joy. That's two more words. So there are four different words. You know, somebody asked me just last night, um, they asked me, you know, how do you get closer to the Holy Spirit? <laughs> Here's an example. <laughs> how many of you have ever felt separated or distant from God? Okay, it's a lie. It's impossible. He moved inside. No, there are feelings, but they're lying feelings. I think seriousness is a lying feeling. <laughs> Personally, that's just my take. But <laughs> no, the fact that we could be separated, it's, you know, it, Paul says, you know, I fear for you, lest as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, you would be corrupted away in your minds from the simplicity that's in Christ. The simplicity is, oh, but you're here, you're here. You moved inside. And it doesn't, you know, you might not feel him. You might not smell him, see him, taste him. I love, I love smelling the aroma of the presence of God. How many has ever smelled the presence of God? Yeah. What do you smell like? Roses. Rose. He smelled like roses to me, too. One, a couple times. And then, and then he smelled like 
<laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, like spicy oil. And one, one lady said he smelled like bread baking. I mean, come on, how good is that? And then this one guy goes, he smelled like bacon. I went, yeah! <laughs> hey, new covenant, pigs on the menu again. <laughs> we can eat swine flesh. <laughs> but, the, you know, the, like the aroma of God, um, it's something that it, it happens where there is no source of that smell. But just suddenly the aroma of heaven comes in in some way that's unique to you. There are manifestations of his presence. But when no manifestation is happening, when you're in Walmart at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> you forgot to bring the worship band. <laughs> the angel isn't on aisle 12 going, come up, come up. <laughs> you're just in Walmart. He's still here. And at any moment in your life, at any time, you can turn your attention to him and go, oh, but you're here. Just practice that prayer right now. Just close your eyes and go, oh, but you're here. Say it louder. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when, you him, <laughs> when you talk about him, he manifests. He shows up in different ways. He makes himself known to you in new ways. You know? and, and we don't just talk about him to try to manipulate him to manifest. What we're doing is we're agreeing with the truth. And so when somebody was asking me, you know, how do you experience the Holy Spirit more? Um, you know, that's what this book, Alignment, is all about. It's about aligning with truth. I, I, I get it in his word and his spirit and put them together and go, whoa. This is your plan. And I get wrecked. I get drunk on the word of God regularly. You know, for some people, the concept of drunk in the Holy Spirit is real offensive and <laughs> good. <laughs> because the, the joy of the Lord is offensive to a religious control freak mentality. It has to be. Because he wants to blast that right out of you. You know, I love encounters with God, joy encounters with God, drunken encounters with God. I don't think my mic will go that far, but I'll try. <laughs> I love having just drunk encounters with the presence of God because he pushes all my buttons, fries all my circuits, <laughs> and the control freak just gets blown out. <laughs> He likes blowing up the control freak. Turn, turn to your neighbor. Just turn to your neighbor and, and say, there's a control freak who lives up here. <laughs> and he set you free, so he wants to blow up that control freak. He wants to push all your buttons and get that guy out of the way. You know, and people say, well, what was I given an intellect for, you know? You are given an intellect, an intelligence, a, a mind to meditate on truth. Not to question everything and try to be in control. No, it was to meditate on truth. This is a good servant. It's not a good master. Ah, but in his presence is fullness of joy. And so this is, um, I, I just, this is my own, because I, I love getting 
close to God in his word and his spirit. So I sit with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to switch hands. Ah, I did that without dropping the mic. <laughs> so Zephaniah 3.17, what I do is I look up all the words. I love to look up words because it, it just enhances the meaning. I go deeper into what the Holy Spirit and the word are saying. This, you know, the word is truth. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. We get set apart, set apart into his holiness, brought into the holiness of God, the holiness of God put in us by his truth. His word is truth. And we have the spirit who leads us into all truth. Wouldn't you like to be led into all truth? Well, he's right here inside you waiting to do that. And as you dive into the word with him, he takes you deeper and deeper into truth. So I look up words. I look up Hebrew words and Greek words and all kinds of things, Aramaic words. Um, it says the Lord. And that word for Lord, it's, it, it's Jehovah or Yahweh, the self-existing, eternal, unchanging one who keeps covenant and fulfills promises. That's the guy. It's him. But then it says the Lord, your God. And this word is Elohim. Elohim is the plural majesty of the Godhead. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's this Lord, Elohim, the plural majesty of the supreme Godhead, complete in total power, sovereignty, and, and creativity towards you. This is the Lord, your God is in the midst of you. He's in the very nearest part, at the very center, deep in your heart, deep within yourself. This guy moved inside. I don't even get what that means. It's, it's way beyond anything. I meditate on it and I think about it, but I don't even get it. But the more I pursue it and begin to experience it, I just get blasted with the greatness of the God who created the universe, the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in me and gives life to my physical body by his spirit. Romans eight eleven, And so, I, I, <laughs> I, I teach at um, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry and it's mostly all these young people. I've got these interns and they're all young, young people. And <laughs> I have these young people who say, you have so many stories. And I say, I've got so many years. <laughs> I turned 71 last October. Woo! 71 trips around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so I meditate on things like the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in me giving life to my physical body. And you know people people are Christian people <laughs> are afraid of, you know, don't use your imagination, don't visualize. Could be scary. <laughs> Meditation, isn't that a new age concept? <laughs> How many of you have laid in bed all night, unable to sleep because you're rehearsing a problem in your life, you know, financial or physical, healing, a relational issue, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're great meditators. <laughs> We're just turning the channel. We're going from meditating on the worst possible scenario to meditating on the truth of what God says is true. 
And so I think about, well, if his spirit that, the, the, that hovered on the, you know, he brooded over the waters and everything was created, go, whoa, you're living in me, whoa. Well, you're giving life to my physical body? Okay, blood. Take it. <laughs> Organs, heart, lungs, brain, eyeballs, <laughs> teeth. <laughs> yeah, let's take some life. Life is flooding through my veins. Sometimes I feel like I'm a volcano full of life. I'm just ready to, and, and you got to watch out because I might just blow up right near you. Somebody's going to get alive. There's, there's a certain chain store that's very depressing to go into. I won't name them, but you probably know them. <laughs> you go in there and it's just, oh, so depressing. And my wife likes to shop there and I don't like to. But, if, but because I like my wife. <laughs> and sometimes, woo! <laughs> sometimes, some, as you husbands know, date night means we go shopping. I mean, hey, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it happens, right? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, but when I, I'm going to go in that store, I go, okay, this is a depressing place, but greater is he who is in me than he who is in that store. I'm going in there, and someone is going to get happy in that store today. <laughs> There's intentionality in how we relate to the Holy Spirit who lives inside. And, you know, you, you, you might be afraid of imagination or meditation or whatever, but just get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so New Age. Hey, the New Age didn't invent anything. God invented it all. They just stole some good stuff. And they've made Christians afraid of touching it, but it's all ours. It says in, in, in Corinthians, it says, all things are yours. Life and death and all the stuff it says are ours. And we are Christ and Christ is God's. Whoa. So it's all, all ours. And so I can, I meditate on him giving life to my physical body instead of going to the doctor. Oops, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. He's in the midst of us, the, the creator of the universe, the, the self-existing, eternal, unchanging one who keeps covenant and fulfills promises, the plural majesty of the supreme Godhead, complete in total power, sovereignty, and creativity towards you is in the very nearest part, at the center in your heart, deep within yourself. He's right here. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Oh, and, and all day long, I'll just take a moment and go, oh, but you're here. Wow. You know, when you face an impossibility, wow. oh, but you're here. It says he's mighty. He is powerful, a warrior, a champion, victorious. That's who he is. It says he'll save. <laughs> yes, he will. He will and he has and he will continue to. It says he will avenge, defend, deliver, rescue, preserve, give you victory, heal you and cause you to feel safe, 
open wide and free. That's what that word save means. Oh. You know, a lot of times we just do not access everything we've been given access to because we don't know that we have access to it. And that's why I love to wallow in the Word of God. You know, <laughs> well, I used to live on the farm and we had, we had three piggies. Um, mostly we didn't have pigs, but one year we had three pigs. They were named Lucy, Bilbo, and Jimmy. And, <laughs> and they're like little dogs. They follow me everywhere. We, I lived in the mountains of Colorado and we irrigated because we didn't rain in the summertime. If you can imagine. No rain all summer. <laughs> <laughs> and so we irrigated and, and Lucy, Bilbo and Jimmy would like little dogs, they'd follow me everywhere when I went out irrigating we'd get to this, you know, like a kind of a mud hole and they'd jump in and they'd just wallow around in the mud well what if you just wallowed in the word of God what if you just wallow in his promise okay, we're going to practice wallowing, okay everybody, is this okay okay, everybody stand up we don't want to get too comfy here we're not falling asleep in this church <laughs> Okay, now you just are going to get down in the Word of God and you're going to roll around because you want it to get all over and in every little nook and cranny, every crack, every crevice. Just wiggle around, everybody. Come on. Wiggle around. Get that Word of God. Get that truth. Get that presence all over and inside of you. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> you guys are good wallowers. <laughs> yeah, we want to wallow in his truth. Amen. We've wallowed in lies. We've wallowed in fear and anxiety. The whole world's wallowing in anxiety right now and in fear. But we're going to wallow in truth. We're going to wallow in his presence. People want to know, you know, okay, how do I get drunk in the Holy Spirit? Hey, just take the truth that you know and wallow in it. Just wallow in it till you get happy. <laughs> Ho! <laughs> you, you can sit down or stand up or lie down or do whatever you want. <laughs> We're only halfway through Zephaniah 317. <laughs> 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 Is this okay? Okay. So, now this is the joy part. This is where God gets really happy. You know, this is that self-existing, eternal, unchanging one who keeps covenant, fulfills promises, complete and total power, sovereignty, creativity towards you. He's a powerful warrior, a champion. He's victorious. He avenges, defends, delivers, rescues, preserves, gives you victory, heals you, and causes you to feel safe, open, wide, and free. And now it says he'll rejoice over you with joy. This means he, the, first, the first word for, for rejoice is he's going to be radiant with joy, laughter, and rejoicing. Radiant, glowing with joy. I mean, I love... <laughs> we used to go to these pagan festivals because I like pagan festivals. They're so pagan. <laughs> And I walked into this camp of witches, and, and they, they actually were um, Israeli New Age Jews who took LSD and practiced witchcraft. It was a, a unique people group. <laughs> and, and my friend and I, we're just 
we're just rejoicing in the presence of God, walking through the woods. We come into this camp of witches, and the lady goes, who are you? And I'm, oh, I'm Chuck. This is my friend, Ben. And they go, no, you're glowing. <laughs> you don't have to go, to try to get the glow on. <laughs> Comes from inside. <laughs> so... We can be radiant with joy, glowing and shining with laughter and, and rejoicing. Okay, he's, he's, he'll be radiant with joy, laughing over you with exceedingly great pleasure and merry-hearted glee. That's God. He's looking at you, and he just gets happy. I mean, how many of you are parents and grandparents? You know, I mean... <laughs> We never, I haven't had a TV since I was 14 years old, but when we had kids, we thought, what are people, where do people find time to watch TV? We're watching our babies, and they're, <laughs> I mean, they're so funny. <laughs> and that's how the father is. He looks at us, and ah, he just rejoices. He rejoices. He's radiant with joy over you, laughing over you with exceeding great pleasure and merry-hearted glee. You know, maybe dad didn't do that to you, but we got a new father. We sang about it, you know, the best father. We got a new father. We're renewing our identity. One time, when are we supposed to land this plane? <laughs> I got a story. <laughs> no, I, I was in a, a conference, and, and I saw this, this young man, and he's, you know, he's just worshiping, and, and I get attracted to people, you know, I just feel this attraction, and, and I go, God, what attracts you to this young man? And all of a sudden, I saw a little movie play over him, and he was um, playing baseball. He's playing baseball, and I saw his dad in the stands going, yelling, you know, the most obnoxious guy in the stands, just yelling louder than anybody, whose boy is that? Yeah, that's my boy! You know, just with pride and delight over this guy. And so I, I went up to the guy and I introduced myself and I said, excuse me, um, you know, I, I just looked over at you and I saw a little movie playing over you with you in it. Uh, could I just share that with you? I just want you to know everybody wants to hear about the movie that they're the star of. <laughs> It's an easy in. <laughs> Don't say, God gave me a word for you. That's scary. But <laughs> I saw you in a movie just now. And you want to know? He goes, yeah. <laughs> and I said, um, you know, I saw you playing baseball, and I saw your dad in the stands, and he's, he's the loudest guy. He's screaming over you. He's so proud of you. He's, you're his delight. You know, he's, he's your biggest fan, comes to all your games. He's always screaming. The guy starts crying. He goes, well, what's that mean to you? He goes, yeah, I was, a, I was a professional baseball player. Whoa! <laughs> and uh, my dad did come to all the games, and he was the loudest guy, but he was drunk, and he was always cursing me out and telling me I did a terrible job, and, you know, just, you know, all of that stuff. And, and so I just hugged him and poured the love of the Father, and he said, he said, when you said that, it just twisted that place and brought it into divine order and all of a sudden I can feel the Father's delight over me and his celebration of me. That's who God is. This is who your Father God is. He's rejoicing over you. He comes to all your games. He comes to all your shows. He comes to everything you do. He's so proud of you. He's cheering you on. He's celebrating you. He's delighting you with, over you with great joy and laughter going, yeah, that's my girl right there. That's my boy. That's who 
our God is. Don't listen to the other guy, <laughs> the God of this world. He always tells you you're no good. You're not enough. All the not enoughs. But our God, oh, he loves, he loves us. He rejoices over us with joy, is radiant with joy, laughing over us with exceeding great pleasure and merry-hearted glee. And then it says he'll quiet you with his love. So first of all, he's just exploding with joy and laughter over you. And then it says sometimes he'll be quiet as he secretly practices his love for you, not speaking as he engraves and forms and conforms you with his love, causing you to rest and trust in his great affection for you. There's, a, there's those precious tender times he just pulls you in and goes, I'm just fixing some stuff, making you more beautiful. I'm just taking, oh, let's just take that one out. Oh, look at this one. Let's just color that one orange. <laughs> outside all the lines you know there's a, there are these quiet times and you go God where are you I can't hear you he goes shh just shut up <laughs> zip it <laughs> in a godly manner he says it <laughs> hey I just want to fix this make it more beautiful just going to fix this thing. Just be still. Learn to trust me in this. And then when he's finished that, it says he rejoices over you with a shout of joy. So first of all, you know, he's rejoicing over you. Then he just takes you into the quiet place of his heart and fixes some stuff. And it says, and the, the, these are the two words for joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll spin around in exceedingly great joy and gladness over you as he shouts with joy and triumph over his accomplishment in you. <laughs> what he just has done in you and who you are, he just ex ex exuberantly celebrates. <laughs> you get God wrecked <laughs> because he gets to play with you. Whoa. Oh, you know, it says, and, and I never quite understood this, but I'm starting to more. In Ephesians chapter 1, where it says, you know, uh, Paul's praying that, you know, will um, have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, you know, and uh, understand, you know, more and more. Wait a second. Let's just read it. Because I'm kind of wrecked and I can't remember the words, even though I know it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I pray that your eyes of your understanding may be enlightened so you'll know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the boundless greatness of his power to us who believe. And goes on and on about his power and how great it is, raising Jesus from the dead and seating him above all things. But where it talks about the, you know, the, the inheritance in, 
in the saints, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. You know, it, it actually, it, it's one of those things that's, that goes two ways. It's, you know, the inheritance that we have in him, but really it's talking about his inheritance in us. He has inherited. I mean, God had created everything and then freely gave it away and then came back and won it. He has an inheritance in us. And it's a beautiful thing, and he loves it. He loves his inheritance in you. You know, we give God more pleasure than we know. We, we think about all the ways we displease him. We're just thinking the wrong way. Just turn the channel and start thinking about the ways that we give him pleasure. What gives you pleasure, God? Oh, I do? Oh. But God, what am I good for? You're good for loving. That's why I made you. <laughs> That's what you're good for, Jessica. You're good for loving. <laughs> uh, so this is what the Lord your God, in the midst of you, is mighty. He'll save. He'll rejoice over you with joy. He'll quiet you with his love and he'll rejoice over you with a shout of joy. That's what it, that's, all that's what it means. And this is why I get happy. I just can't stop getting happy. I just look inside and go, you're here. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm making you happy. Because <laughs> oh! <laughs> you make me happy. <laughs> oh, we're renewing our mind. We've got to get it out of that, you know, that mud hole in the world. The whole world is under wickedness, it says in 1 John 5, 19. But that word for wickedness, it doesn't just mean moral impurity. It means, it, you know, it, it means full of striving and performance and not enough and trying to make it. That's what the whole world's under. You can look around and see it. Read the newspaper. <laughs> you know, the whole, and we've come under that mindset. And unfortunately, the church came under that mindset and is striving, trying to please God, trying to be good enough. But the good news is, this is really good news. <laughs> he nailed that old boy on the cross and killed him and raised me up again with Christ and seated me in heavenly places. And I'm not the same boy anymore. I'm a new creation. I don't have to strive to be good. All I have to do is connect with the goodness that he put inside. Whoa. All the goodness, all the holiness of the universe lives inside of me. And I've got to get to know it so that I can then live out of holiness, out of union with this holy one. He created me for union. He set me free because he wanted a lover who could love him back and he could love. He took a great risk giving man choice because everybody chose the wrong choice. He said, yeah, I thought it might happen that way. <laughs> That's why I'm the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Because, no, I still have my eyes set on you. So I'm going to come as a man. I'm going to buy you right back and give you a choice again to come into the glorious freedom of the children of God and be loved and be happy, eternally filled with joy, overpowered with joy, wrecked with joy, drunk with joy, because that's what I created you for, was union with me. You know, the, 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 the mystery of marriage where the two become one flesh. I mean, it's a mystery. 
But he, he's, it says he's talking about Christ and his church. And he wants, he created us for union, to be one. To be one with him. You know, in John 17, that amazing passage where he says, you know, that they will be one even as you and I, Father, are one. They'll, you know, they'll be one with each other and one with me and with the Father. He created us for union. And the only way we can be one with him is to be completely free and fall in love all over again with him and be his delight. Now, I know in our marriages, our human marriages, sometimes we've got to grin and bear it and we just got to make the commitment. <laughs> Did that ever happen to you? <laughs> uh, but he created our marriages for joy. And there are times where it's just, this is a covenant I'm going through, you know, no matter what, we're going through this. And we go through with his grace and his strength, but then we come into joy because he created us to have union for joy. And it's a three-strand cord, you know, it's man, woman, and God woven together. And so the purpose is you're going you're gonna to have joy. You're going to joy in each other. You're going to love each other. You're going to find union with each other. You're going to value. Because we, we are loved and valued, I now love and value you. Because God has championed me, I can champion you. And union in Christ is when no longer are we competing or trying to you know, be as good as somebody or better than somebody or be validated by somebody else. Now, all of a sudden, I'm free from all that, and I'm free to champion all of you. I just see, oh, you're amazing. I just want to love you. I just want to rejoice in you. I want to celebrate you. I want to find out who you are. And this is the joy that we have. And so I didn't have any idea where I was going with this when I started, but I knew that God would do something. And right now, what he's doing is he's recalibrating. He's just recalibrating. You know, um... I love the GPS nowadays, but when I was younger um, and it came out, I lived in the mountains of Colorado and, you know, there's one road down the mountain and the same road back up. You know, you didn't need a GPS, there was no place you could go. <laughs> We're going to town. We're <laughs> coming back home. <laughs> Our whole county didn't have a single traffic light. Shoot. The next county didn't either. <laughs> but then I went to Canada and, you know, I was doing a conference with a pastor, and he gave me his car, and he said, you know, you're going to drive to this town and preach on Sunday, and here's a GPS. <laughs> okay. Well, in Canada, in the flatlands, there are a billion road choices. And the thing would say, you know, turn right, but you're looking at the picture, and is it this street or the next street? Come on, how many of you have ever? <laughs> and I, I would miss the turn. And, and, and she never got mad at me. <laughs> she just goes, recalibrating. <laughs> and gave me another choice and another choice. Well, this is like, it, sometimes it's like the Bible's our, you know, our, our, our map, our GPS, and the Holy Spirit is just going, oh, you <laughs> No, that was, <laughs> you're supposed to take that turn. Oh, recalibrating, hey, we're going to get you to your destiny. And we're going to get there happy. 
<laughs> We're going to recalibrate whatever it takes to get you because this is what I've called you to. This is who you are, and this is where you're going, and we are recalibrating this thing, and there's, we're making another road. We're plowing another road if we have to. We're, we're getting you to your destiny because I live inside, and I'm going to your destiny. I know where my destiny is. <laughs> Boom. I am a homing device. It says the Holy Spirit in us is our access to all the inheritance. He is our access to Everything that's in Christ Jesus, he takes everything that belongs to Jesus and makes it real to us, makes it known to us, manifests it to us. He's our access to the Father. We have access to the Father by one spirit. The Holy Spirit is our homing device, and he's taken us there back to the Father. And if we have to recalibrate a bunch of roots, roots oh well. But let's fall in love with them and get happy with them so we get, get the right GPS. I mean, you can go... Around the mountain again. <laughs> How many of you love going around the mountain again and again? You know, so much fun. <laughs> same shoes, same clothes, 40 years. <laughs> Manna again. <laughs> hey, he's there for you. If you're going around the mountain, but <laughs> he's got a plan. And he's, he moved inside. Oh, the kids are out. <laughs> okay. We can wrap this up. And uh, I think it's time for people to get happy. Because we have the best news in the whole world. Yeah. So, oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your joy. Thank you the, for your joy that's our strength in the midst of every, every battle, in the midst of, you know, conditions in the world that are crazy that you're here. Thank you that we don't have to redo 2020, but, um, <laughs> but whatever 2021 brings, we're going to be happy. Because you moved inside. Because you are our hope and our strength. You're rejoicing over us, and we just want to get in that dance of joy, in that celebration. I just release a fresh, yeah, just a fresh revelation of your delight in each one of these sons and daughters. In every single one, how much you delight. How much each one is your delight and your pleasure and your joy. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to wallow in your joy and your truth. Yep. We're just going to wallow in your joy and truth. Yeah. Thank you, God, that we are your delight. Yeah. God, we want to be as generous as you. We want to be as happy as you. Yeah. It says you poured out on Jesus the oil of joy above all his brethren. We just declare, yep, the oil of joy. Pouring out. Here it comes. Boop. <laughs> let it drip over you let it pour over you I got to do an anointing on the beach um, in the Caribbean and it was really nice because we used quarts of oil for each person and you got to anoint him like you really want to anoint him there's <laughs> a dripping on hair and clothes <laughs> it was so awesome <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks of sailing and, you know, sand and salt in your hair and skin and then this oil just... 
and you can't get it off. You know, you roll around in the sand, you get in the waves, it doesn't come off, you're just oily. <laughs> He's going to oil you. <laughs> yep, let it pour out, let it pour out. The oil of joy above your brethren. Yep, oil of joy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't watch out, Mike is going to get happy. He's going to get really happy. He's going to get really happy right now. <laughs> Just, um... <laughs> If your neighbor doesn't have a little uh, don't touch me sign on, just reach over and touch them <laughs> and release the joy that's inside of you. And if they do have one of those, just fire up across the span between you. <laughs> yep, it's time to just release some of the joy that's in you. It's a well, you, you know, you don't even know how much joy you have till you give it away, till you pour it out on somebody else. Just release it on somebody else, some of that joy. Yep, it's time for people to get happy. Yep. My, uh, I, I knew this uh, Roman Catholic priest in Brooklyn, and, and he, he was preaching, and he said, uh, he said, so you call yourself a Christian? When are you going to tell your face? <laughs> Just tell your neighbor's face they're beautiful. Just reach over and tell them they're beautiful. Yep. Just pour. Yep. Oh, oh, don't stop. More joy. More joy. Yep. Okay, just, just make a little ball of joy and throw it at somebody. Pick a victim. Just pick a target across the room. It's time to just hurl some joy around. Yep. Because we have a reason to be the happiest people on the planet. Yep. Whoa. Shoo. Yep. <laughs> ha! <laughs> yep. Yep it's, <laughs> yep, it's time to get happy. Yes, oh, yep, really happy. Oh, yep, he loves us. He loves us. He really loves us. He loves us beyond anything we can ever imagine. He loves us so much. Oh, you love us, God. Thank you for your love. You know, and so when you go home, um, you have permission to, like, close the door and close the blinds and just wallow in his love and truth. Wallow like nobody's watching. <laughs> you know, happy people heal quicker. <laughs> it's true. The joy of the Lord. It's a medicine. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Happy people heal quicker. So how many need healing in your body? In any, any area of your body you need healing, okay? Yep, it's time, for, <laughs> it's time to get happy. Yep, incoming healing. Incoming healing. People, people around these people, I just want you to reach out and just release the healing power of God. He's, he lives inside us. The Holy Spirit, he's the healer. He's inside. He wants out. He wants to come out through you. <laughs> Oh my, he wants to come out through you. He says the lightnings of God are in his hands and power goes out from them. 
Okay, he's in your hands. He's inside. He wants out through your hands. Yeah, just reach over to the ones around you. It's time for healing to come. You don't have to know their history. You don't have to know the diagnosis. You, know, you don't have to come under all of that. Right now, we cancel every diagnosis of sickness and disease, and we declare the Word of God. Yep, he heals all our sicknesses and diseases. He forgives all our sins. By his wounds, we've been made whole. Yeah. I am the God who heals you. I am the God who heals you. We just release that healing into every body that needs it. Every place, every, yep, every wounded place. There's, yep, there's a God who recreates things, who calls those things that are not as though they are. Yep, yep, he restores things. Right now, there's healing happening. Yep, new body parts coming in. Whoop, look out. Yep, coming in. Yep. Yep, just, just sit in this place for a minute because, yeah, I, 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 you know, heaven is open. Jesus opened it. It's wide open. And we're open heavens. And, and heaven's just pouring through us. You know, heaven, there's a whole kingdom inside each one of us. This is remarkable. But it's just gushing out, rivers of living water coming out of us and just wanting to get everybody around us. It's time for healing. Yep, this is the, yep, this is the day of salvation. This is the day of wholeness. Right now, healing. Healing grace. Healing grace coming. Pouring out. Pouring out. Yep. Yep. His healing power is greater than sickness and disease. Yep. The enemies, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we'd have life and life more abundantly, and his abundant life triumphs over sickness, pain, and death. His resurrection life is greater than the power of death. Yep. Yeah, he calls those things that are not as though they are. And he says, yep, body be healed, organs be recreated. Yeah, new spines, new livers, new kidneys. I got to pray for a baby in the womb that only had one kidney. They did an ultrasound. There was one kidney in the womb. We prayed, and the baby was born with two kidneys. Ah! <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus. Whew. Yep, this is a day of recreation, recreating miracles. Thank you, God. Now, let's just stay, stay in this holy presence for a moment and let just let that healing grace saturate yeah everyone who came to him was healed thank you Jesus thank you thank you thank you yeah I don't know if there's anybody here that you know you don't know this amazing Jesus he's really incredible he's quite remarkable <laughs> He's absolutely fantastic. And, it, and if you've never met him, if you've never let him take your sin, shame, guilt, past, and just throw it away and give you a brand new life and hope, 
and joy, a wholeness and a holiness. You know, if, you, if you'd like to meet that Jesus, we'd like to introduce you to him. I don't know, is there anybody who would like to meet that Jesus? He, he wants to meet you. He's looking at you. Yeah. If you want to meet that Jesus, you know, just come on up here and you, now or later, and we've got lots of people. Who would like to introduce somebody to Jesus? Raise your hand you'd like to introduce somebody to Jesus, okay. Just look around. You can go to anybody with their hand up. <laughs> we love introducing people to the Lord our God in the midst of us who's mighty, who saves, who rejoices over us with joy, yeah, who quiets us with his love, who does wonders. There's no God like him who does wonders. He only does wondrous things. That's all he knows how to do is wonders. And he wants to do them with us. He just wants to do wonders with us. Oh, can I share one more testimony? <laughs> I met this woman in Switzerland, uh, Doris. She was older than I. And, <laughs> and she... Uh, <laughs> Um, she had cancer. Now, she had had cancer several years before, and she'd gone to her church, they prayed for her, and she came back to the doctor and had no cancer. And so she was celebrating. So she went back to the doctor, and he said, oh, Doris, the cancer's come back, and it's, it's just metastasized. It's everywhere. There's nothing we can do. It's like, you know, there's like no hope. And Doris got excited. You know, <laughs> she goes, no, I, <laughs> he healed me before, he'll heal me again. And so she's all excited. He thinks that she's in denial and that she just doesn't get the seriousness of it. So he's, he goes on and on about the seriousness of it. And she's going, you know, she's just getting happier and happier because <laughs> she knows Jesus. And so, uh, so you know, she, she says, no, I know a miracle-working God. And so just to humor her, he's not even a Christian. He takes out his his um, prescription pad, and he writes on his prescription in German, Ein Wunder, one miracle. <laughs> and he gives her this prescription. She takes it to Jesus and gets a miracle. <laughs> so I, I've got a picture of her, and I've got a picture of the prescription pad with the word in German, Ein Wunder, and the guy's name on it. <laughs> she came back to him healed. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You have a prescription for miracles, endless miracles, countless miracles, so many miracles. <laughs> I have to confess when um, people tell me things like, you know, they've got fourth stage liver cancer, I often get excited because I've seen it healed so many times. And it, I mean, it's not the right response sometimes. You know? <laughs> they're, they're really sad and you go, oh, yay! <laughs> because I've seen it healed so much and I just know God's going to heal it again. You know, he's the healer. Ah, oh, yeah. He wants to bring you into fullness of joy. And healing is a celebration of joy. Yeah. And right now we make a deposit of healing into every single body that needs it in this place. And we just, yep, it's just like, a, like yeast in the dough. Yep, it, that, that healing glory is just working its way through. Yeah, just watch as it manifests in complete healing.
watch what happens as the healer works his, his, ah, his wonders in you. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, let's just stand up and give him glory. He's, a, he's remarkable. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. We want to celebrate ahead of time the testimonies we haven't even heard yet. We want to celebrate who you are, what you do and who you are. We want to celebrate with joy, your joy over us. We are so thankful that you rejoice over us, that you're a good, good dad, that you're our father. Amen. You guys love Chuck. Oh, my gosh. I love Chuck. I love Chuck. The other night, Chuck was, uh, we were at Jesse's house, and I told Chuck, I said, hey, I heard a story, but it was through somebody else hearing a story, and it was kind of passed down the line like telephone, so I want to hear from you. And he told me this story, how they were traveling across the country, and they had uh, $800, $800 bills, is that right? They had eight $100 bills, but they needed 10 for the whole missions team to get across the country. So Chuck tells the guy sitting next to him in the passenger seat, count it. He counts it, and there's eight. And Chuck says, that's not enough. Count again. He counts it again. He says, there's eight. Chuck says, it's not enough. Count it again. They do it four times. And then Chuck says, they looked out the window. I don't know how they do it, but they looked into the storehouses of heaven as they're driving. And the man in the passenger seat counted it again, and there was 10 $100 bills. Isn't that funny? But I was thinking about it. I didn't know I was going to do the offering, but I was actually thinking about it before and really feeling like this has got to get released. I feel like God wants to multiply for needs, for needs, for the mission, for the calling, for the purposes, for the plans, for the things he's doing in your life, that there's going to be crazy miracles. Some of us are like, okay, it's got to happen in a practical way. God can do things way not practical, so not human, so not of this world. God can do wild things. And he's going to do it for some of you. Some of you, your wallets are going to be fatter when you leave this place. I don't know what it is, but I just believe he's going to do miracles like that. And there's going to be testimonies. I also wanted to share quickly, there was a testimony for Christina. Can I share it, Christina? you okay with that? She had hurt her back. And then the other day, she, she went to the doctor. What's the doctor's name? Dr. Parker. She's hanging out at Dr. Parker's office. And on the wall, there's all these people, right? And then it's like, if they got healed, it says, Dr. Parker healed me on these pictures, right? So Christina's looking at them all. And he's, <laughs> and, uh, and he's telling her to do something. She says to him, she goes, hey, Dr. Parker, I'm going to a church thing. And if my friends pray for me and Jesus heals me, can I put up on the wall Jesus that Jesus healed me? And Dr. Parker goes, yeah, that's okay. And she goes, are you a Christian? He goes, no, I'm not. And then so she comes, and we all pray for her. And so he's like, I'm healed. My back's healed. She's going to go back to Dr. Parker. <laughs> Jesus healed me. Oh, my gosh. so funny. All right, we're going to have a we're going to have an offering up here. This is a love offering, no compulsion, but God loves a cheerful giver. We love to make it rain on people. Yay. This is your chance to bless something, to bless a ministry, to partner. You know, if someone's traveling the world or doing ministry and you know you're doing your work, you're doing your stuff, this is your chance to partner with somebody, to partner with ministry, to partner with the hand and the move of God. Yeah? So there's going to be a bucket up here, and then there's also a little uh, um, offering box over here as well. So it's up front. If you can't find it, come ask one of the pastors. Amen? There'll be a prayer team up here as well, plus um, any of the... Raise your hand if you're one of the interns for, for Chuck. You see their hands? Go find one of them and grab their hand and put it on your head. 
You can give online to Chuck, too. A speaker tab. Online. Amen. What, one more thing here. Penny, go. Uh, Chuck has a few books, only a few. Um, so they're at the table at the back. So if you want to come and buy a book, and then first come, first served. You get happy reading them, apparently. So definitely, I recommend them. And if you could also help put the chairs away, that would be awesome. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.